Welcome to Let Go Lean In, a podcast of resources for your journey of transformation. What kind of transformation? The wholehearted kind, personal, professional, and spiritual. Each week, you'll hear different transforming practices to help you on your journey of becoming more fully you. We'll hear from others about their own journeys, learning to let go of habits and patterns that no longer serve them, and how they're practicing leaning forward to the wise woman God has designed. I'll occasionally include a book recommendation because, well, that's part of how I'm wired. I love ideas and encouraging others to learn and grow. Thanks for being here. Well, hello, my friend. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I am going to do some connecting of dots. If you've been here for any length of time, you know I love to read and learn. These are two huge motivations in my life, but I'm also not just filling my head for the purpose of learning stuff. I learn so that I can grow and change because I 100% believe that life is meant for learning and growing and, and being and doing. So some of the times what we need to learn about, and this is what I'm doing this year, is to, to learn awareness, develop awareness of the things that have been holding you back. Why do I have this podcast? Because I need it. I wish I would have had voices reminding me to acknowledge what was, pay attention to what is, and look forward to what will be. So let me connect some dots. I may have mentioned to you that my word this year is restore. And it's both my inner world and my outer world. So this past week, my husband and I opened up our storage part of our garage. We, we are blessed to have three spaces for cars, but we only fit one in there. So that says a lot. And we are working to be able to fit two cars in the garage and minimize the amount of stuff we store. Anybody else have to deal with that? So anyway, that was something we were doing. And in that extra storage space are the pieces of furniture and boxes of photographs and awards that belong to my grandparents and my parents. There are some things of my kids in there, but not as much of their stuff as the history. And honestly, I get stuck there. And so this weekend, I just put my hands in fists and gritted my teeth and said, I will move some of this out. And I found a place that would take some of the things that were easy to move out. I still haven't figured out what I'm doing with the bigger pieces. But in any case, there was movement. And that movement was enough to help me 
feel like I was taking action, that I wasn't stuck. But I first had to be paying attention to that stuckness and what it was doing to me inside. And why was I allowing that? Why was I choosing to stay immobilized? Why couldn't I just move things out? Well, there's a lot in an answer to that question longer than I want to spend time for here. But suffice it to say, I was able to become aware of some of the narratives. This is the inner world part. Some of the narratives that I have believed about my responsibility to my history. Now, it's an interesting thing because we want to respect those who have gone before us and we want to be able to tell stories to those who are coming up behind us. But this straddling in paralysis was not working for me anymore. Is not working for me anymore. <laughs> I, I still have work to do. But I am recognizing these narratives are part of what needs to be let go of. And, and I know I'm not alone. There are huge storage businesses for the people pay good money to keep the stuff that we can't let go of. Whether it's financial because we can't replace it, whether it's history because we're responsible for it now, whether it's um, a collection of things that once was part of our life, but now we don't have a place to show it off in our home and yet we can't get rid of it. All the things, all the things, whatever it might be. I am so grateful for the encouragement of friends to do one thing to get that movement and to acknowledge some of the, the stuff I, of course, would like to have in my life and some of it I wouldn't. And both things can be true and it doesn't dishonor anybody. So the narrative, what I have been learning is, is to pay attention to the, the way that that narrative presents itself. And by that, I mean, is it critical? Is it judgmental? Is it harsh? If it is, that is not the voice I want to focus on. Now, we all have an inner critic. And part of the work that I do and am learning to practice with others is identifying the voice of the inner critic and to acknowledge that it's always going to be there, but it doesn't have to be the loudest voice that you pay attention to. In fact, if you like to do this kind of work, you can imagine that inner critic as a particular character, maybe um, from Inside Out, the movie that Disney did about emotions. My inner critic looks like disgust. I can't believe you're acting that way again. 
or I can't believe that you want to do that thing. And it's been so fun for me to imagine that narrative voice coming from this very fancy looking character who is green. (laughs) And I think green from disgust, but also green with envy. Because the inner critic is, my inner critic at least, is perpetually trying to get me to be doing something or being something other than what is authentic to me. And so why would I want to give that voice all that power? So identifying your inner critic as a character might be a way that you can begin to let go of that narrative and move in another voice that could be encouraging and affirming, also true. It's just a thought. But for me, as I connect these dots and recognize that inner narrative of criticism and shame is not the one that is life-giving for me, that has helped me look at the stuff from a new perspective and take action. Now, it's not just the storage unit. It's also so many other areas in my life, but one step at a time. And so this weekend, the action that I was able to take and the awareness that I am practicing is giving me a perspective that I just wanted to, to share and, and to pose some questions for us that I know I'm not alone in having to deal with. So, so here are four what if questions. What if instead of living with regret, we practice forgiving ourselves and let go of the habit of listening to negative self-talk. What if? Here's another. What if I notice the voice of my inner critic, I turn down her volume and give her a job that doesn't let her dictate how I think or feel? What if I choose to live believing that I am not a project, but am good enough? And finally, what if I choose to live believing I am loved just as I am? Those Those four what-if questions are framing my thoughts these days, and I wanted to share them with you. Maybe you're going to write your own what-ifs, and that would be a beautiful thing as well, to personalize and connect your own dots, because it is possible to let go of the narratives that paralyze us 
or at least keep us stuck in in this straddling the past and the future in our present and not being able to move because we have one foot in the boat and one foot on the dock. We have to make a choice going backward or moving forward because our present is all we have. And if we decide that we're not going to change, that is our choice. But that's not authentic for me. And I imagine because you're listening, it's not authentic for you either. So today, in our second week of Lent, I want to share with you from Jessica Ritchie and Kate Bowler's beautiful new book, The Lives We Actually Have. And if you missed it, go back two episodes because I had the privilege of having a conversation with Jessica on their launch date. This book is comforting me, seeing me, affirming me in my very real life, the life I actually have. And if you haven't gotten a copy yet, it's not too late to go out and grab one because it is a perennial book, first of all. But they also have um, done this beautiful thing where they have connected some of the blessings that they have written into the season of Lent and later this year into the season of Advent. So it's just this incredible book. But this is the blessing from today. And it's blessing number 83, and it's called For Beginnings and Endings. This is read with permission of the author. This life is made up of so many beginnings and so many endings. We start new jobs and leave old ones. We move to new cities and leave our childhood hobbies in our parents' basement. Sorry, Mom. We become new people slowly, hopefully kinder and funnier. Friends and relationships come and go. Dreams blossom, and then they wither. And we find ourselves here once again at the precipice of change, afraid to let go and afraid of what will happen if we don't. Might this be a place of blessing, too? Blessed are we standing in the hallway between closed doors and ones still to come, between the old and the new, between the worn-in and the doesn't-quite-yet-fit, between who we were and who we might become. God, make it remotely possible to grow and change, Become open to new adventures and untethered to routine or to the same old. Because the anxiety rising in my shoulders and filling my throat tells me I am unlikely, unwilling to step forward. Blessed are we who take a minute to look over our shoulder at all we learned from what was. The people we became the people who loved us into becoming, the peace that came with familiarity. Blessed are we who trust this timing and who open our hearts anew to change, to new friends, 
to hope. Nervous, maybe heavy-hearted, but brimming with gratitude for a life so beautiful that it hurts to say goodbye. Blessed are we, turning our eyes ahead toward a new path not yet mapped. God, give us courage to take this next step, and enough for the one after that, too. Remind us that you have gone before and behind and around and are with us now. In our leaving, in our arriving, in our changes, expected or shocking, surprise us with who we might become. Thanks for listening to this episode of Let Go Lean In podcast. I so appreciate you taking the time to listen and engage with the thoughts that come out of my head and into this microphone, as well as listening to conversations that I'm privileged to have with other amazing people who are doing great work in the world. I would really appreciate you sharing this episode or other episodes of Let Go Lean In podcast with people who you think would benefit from the information that is being shared here. Also, it's always a great help to others by liking and subscribing to the podcast so that the SEO goes up and Apple Podcasts and where you listen to podcasts will show the podcast as interesting and available. So please help us out to get the word out by liking and subscribing and coming back next week. Thanks for being here. Thank you.